Real Talk with Dr. Hancock. This devotion is called Mindset. Based on what our upbringing produced, the beliefs of our parents, our own beliefs based on what we've experienced, it, it changes everything. It changes how we look at stuff. It tells us um, how, if you look at a person, it tells you their response to certain things because this is what I believe. And then people don't realize that the television and music have such an influence over what you believe simply because if you don't have a point of reference, that's going to be your point of reference. Philippians 2 and 5 tells us, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So of course, Jesus was focused on the kingdom. Um, whenever he did, whatever he did, it was about kingdom building. And once we become um, kingdom focused, it changes everything. It changes everything about our life. Ephesians 4, 23 say, renew your mind, in the, renewed in the spirit of your mind. In other words, the word of God tells us he will keep us in perfect peace if we keep our mind on him. But when we get distracted and when the enemy come in like a flood, God is the one that lifts up a standard against him. But a lot of times we want to respond based on this carnal nature because someone did something that we thought was not right. And then of course it wasn't right, but our response is everything because it lets us know if we're going to experience that again. Again, until we, until we overcome that lesson, overcome that obstacle, it's going to keep coming up until we realize that we are growing in Christ. Okay. Colossians three and two says, set your affections on things above, not on things on earth. So a lot of times we get so, especially as women, we get so focused on what's in our life because we are nurturers by nature. And sometimes the very thing that died in our life, we try to nurture it back even though it is dead. But when we keep our mind focused on Christ, it changes everything. Turn that switch on. Um, and it, it will change everything in your life. It will change the way you look at things. It will change the way you accept people and what they do in your life. Because again, in the end, keep in mind that it doesn't matter what people do, but in the end, you are totally responsible for your reaction and your response. So God is not holding other people accountable for other people's actions. He's holding us accountable for our very own actions. 1 Corinthians 2 and 16 says, For who had known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? We have the mind of Christ. Y'all keep in mind your mind, your mind, your mind. And we have heard it so many times. An idle time is the devil's workshop. In other words, what you put into your spirit, your eye gate, your ear gate, your mouth gate, it changes everything. What we put into our mouth gate determines how our body is going to be and how healthy we're going to be. What we put into our ear gate determines what we're going to think about in our mind. And sometimes we don't think these things have anything to do with the other, but yet it does. It has everything to do with how we respond. So keep in mind when you are trying to figure out, okay, why am I doing this? If you look at your life, if you look at the situation, if you look at your response, it's a spiritual switch that you literally have to turn on. When you turn it on, 
it changes everything. Now you can understand because the word of God tells us, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. So you already know that things are going to come to try you. It's almost like, you know, the enemy is coming. You know, the army is coming. And yet you don't count up the cost. You're not strategic. You stand there as if you are not going to be defeated by the enemy in your guard. You don't have anything on. You have not put on the breastplate of righteousness. You have not shod your feet with the preparation of gospel peace. But if you would just do that based on the word of God, y'all keep in mind, you cannot become the best you until we allow him to be him in our lives. Does it always mean that we're going to understand what we're going through? No. Does it always mean that we're going to respond correctly? No. But what it does mean, I'm telling you, what it does mean is that we have somebody that's always going to be on our side because of the fact we are in Christ Jesus. So again, you want to make sure, you want to make sure that you are walking in the very word of God. It doesn't mean that we are perfect. It means that we have fellowship with the Father and it changes everything. Therefore, there is no more condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So God is not telling us that we're not going to sin. No, that's not what he's saying. He is saying that we are not going to do deliberate things. But yes, because we are in this earthly body, we are truly, truly going to come up short. But we know that we have an advocate of the Father, and he will guide us to all truth and he will cover everything where we need cover philippians 2 and 2 says make my joy complete being of the same mind the same mind in the kingdom the same mind of christ okay again the word says renew your mind renew your mind daily set your affections on things above you guys, it doesn't mean that we're not living in this earthly body. It just means that we're focused on something different, okay? It, it means that we are focused on something truly different. And when we focus on what we need to focus on, it does change everything. It really, really does change everything. And you don't have to worry about the things that you normally worry about simply because we are in the Father. And the word Romans 1 and 28 says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Now keep in mind, we are free moral agents. And though we know the difference between right and wrong, you can choose what you want to do. Now understand that it, with every action, there is a reaction and there's going to be a consequence for our actions, especially if they are opposite of the word of God. Keep in mind that everything that we do outside of the will, of it, which is the word of God, we're going to be held accountable for that. Okay. In the blood, the blood is the one that covers us. In the will, we're covered by the blood. Out of the will, we're not covered by anything. So we're going to have to give an account for that very thing that has easily beset us okay so jesus loves us y'all his mercies is truly new every morning and he is looking for all of us to accept okay salvation is open to all of us but it's up to us to choose okay romans 8 and 5 says but they that are after the flesh 
do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So y'all keep in mind, it makes a big difference when you turn that spiritual light bulb on, when you know that every battle you can win, Know that in every, every marriage, if you touch and agree according to the word of God, you can win and you can get past that very thing. But the mind, the mind, the mind, everything starts in the mind. And we all know that when we focus on this one thing, especially if we are upset and we keep focus on, focus on, focus on that one thing and keep rehearsing that thing in our mind, we all know what's going to happen. We definitely know what's going to happen. So keep in mind the very, the flesh and the spirit are constantly in battle. So whichever one and whatever comes out of us is going to determine which one got the best of us. So how many of you, let me give you an example. Somebody did something to you and you felt like it was wrong. Do you walk away and ask the Lord how to deal with it? Or do you retaliate by doing that thing back? Or do you use your words? Y'all, your words is just as important as your actions. And what we have to learn how to do is line our mind, body, and soul up with the very word of God. Because sometimes when people do stuff to us in the natural, it seems like they're not um, being punished for that. But it's not your job. It's our job to walk out our soul salvation and work out our own soul salvation. Just in the end, just know that you're going to win if you allow God to be who he is in your life. Again, you can't become the best business owner. You can't do anything above God and think that it's going to be what you need it to be because it's really not. Okay? Set, set your mind on things that are spiritual. And it, once you set your mind on things that are spiritual, it changes everything. It doesn't mean, you guys... We thinking that, okay, if I set my mind on things spiritual, I can't live. Yes, you can. As a matter of fact, you can live a better life than if you did not do what the Word of God is telling us to do. So 1 Peter 1 and 3 says, prepare your minds for action. Okay, that's how I interpret it, but let's read it. 1 Peter 1 and 3 says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. I, I just want you to know that God does not expect for us to be perfect. He expects for us to be repentant. Only godly repentance bring about a change. In other words, because of my fellowship with in the word and because of my fellowship with the father now my eyes are open my spiritual eyes are open and i'm able to see through the word of god that i'm wrong is it easy always no am i still sometimes going to falter yes of course again we are human but don't use that as an excuse not to do what god called us to do because again if you're walking in the spirit then the spirit is going to win. But when we focus on anything other than the spirit, which is the flesh, keep in mind that carnal man and that spiritual man is constant in a constant fight. So which one of them going to win? The one that we give way to. Okay. So God is rooting for you. The Holy Spirit is rooting for you 
Jesus is rooting for you. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, just really going in for us and letting the Father know what we are experiencing. John is going through this. Mary is going through that. Sue is going through this. I've experienced that, Father. In every point, the Word of God tells us that Jesus was in every way tempted just like we are. So there is nothing we can be going through that Jesus is not on the right hand of the Father talking to God for us. Okay, he's the advocate, and I appreciate him. Romans 15 and 6 says that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, with one mind and one mouth. In other words, you have lined it up with what the Word of God says, and because you have lined it up with what the Word of God says, now God is going to bless us because no good thing would he withhold from them that love him. Okay, so just keep in mind our mind, our mindset changes everything. And a lot of times you see people that were raised in the same environment, <laughs> grew up in the same house, and they have different accords of things. Um, let me give you an example. Um, we had a family meeting one time and my baby sister perception of my father and mine was totally different and I was really trying to figure out how in the world did she get that perception of him but perception is reality it doesn't mean that it's the truth it just means that it is your truth okay so until you get to a point of reference where that is not your truth then you have to deal with where you are and why you where you are but again, just know that Jesus Christ is on your side and he's advocating to the Father for you to let the Father know that, you know what, I've been tempted with that too, Lord. I am advocating. I am praying for Mary. I am praying for John. I'm praying for Sue. I'm praying for Joshua. You can make it through this. And that's truly why Jesus is, oh my God, he is really talking to the Father and advocating for us because he knows everything that we are experiencing and everything that we are going through. 1 Corinthians 2 and 11 said, What man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So the word of God tells us that it's God's spirit in us, both to will and to do that which he called us to do. So if God is calling us to do a thing and we are focused on the natural or the carnal man, how I feel, what I want, this makes me, and it makes you, and how did you, then how are we going to focus on the spiritual things if our focus is the natural man, okay? So again, I just want to bring it to your attention because now if you become aware of it, you can actually change it, but you can't change it until you become aware of it. So I just thank God that when he bring it to our remembrance or he bring it and he's constantly talking, you guys, you got to quiet those voices that are going on in your head and in your life so you can truly hear what he's saying. So you can quiet those voices in your mind. How do you quiet those voices? Spend some time with Jesus. Spend a little time. Spend a little time with him. If it's on your way to work, if it's after you put the kids to bed, if it's in your after you get out of the shower and you just taking your sweet time so you can have some communion with him. All he wants is fellowship 
with his creation. And all we should want is fellowship with our creator. But it doesn't always work that way. 1 Corinthians 1 and 10 says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. How in the world are you going to be in the same mind and the same judgment and you're not in the word of God? You don't have any fellowship with the Father. The Holy Spirit, you are quenching the Holy Spirit. Even though you know what is right to do, you choose to do opposite of what you know is right to do in the Spirit. Well, God is not going to hold you hostage because, again, keep in mind we are free moral agents. And we get to choose what we get to choose. But remember what I told you, for every action, there's a reaction. And keep in mind, there's a consequence for everything that we do. We just have to make sure that whatever we've done, and it's outside of the will of God, that we bring that before the throne. The Word of God tells us to come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. The only reason why you don't have the help you need from the Spirit is because you're not connected. It's almost like a power source. The television, beautiful, brand new television. How much use is it if it's not plugged up? It has no electricity, so it's not going to do anything but sit there, the outer shell of it, and look pretty. That's the same concept in the word we have to get in the word of god and we have to understand what the holy spirit is saying through the word the word the word the word works if you work the word your angels work if you work them keep in mind you can assign your angels to be at every doorpost in your mind so that you don't go left or right based on what the word of god is saying so ephesians 4 and 18 says having to understand and darken being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. The word of God tells us to guard our hearts. For out of your heart are the issues of life that affect your very being. And if you look up another scripture, it says the heart is deceitfully wicked. In other words, the only standard we have in our life is the very word of God. It's not your heart. It's not your mind. Because your heart will condemn you but god is greater than our heart the scripture tells us and he won't condemn us so again if we have an advocate in the father in other words we are washed in the blood of the lamb now we're able to walk in what god is called and we are able to have all that god has for us but the only way we can do that is confess jesus christ walk in the very mercies of god and the understanding and enlightening the word of God. James 1 and 8 says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. The only way we can be double-minded is if we are walking in that carnal nature. The carnal nature itself is enmity against God. Keep in mind your body. Your body and your spirit are in direct opposite. And one of them want to win. Okay? So keep in mind, one of them wins in every situation. It just depends on where you are and what you focus on as to which one of them is going to win. So, again, we are free moral agents. You get the right to choose what you want to do. 
And God is not going to hold you hostage. He's just calling you. How is he calling us? By his spirit. By his spirit. 1 Corinthians 2 and 10 says, But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? So the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So if the Holy Spirit dwells in us, then God is in us. But if the Holy Spirit is not dwelling in us, then God is not in us. So in other words, if we're going to focus on the things of God, the only way we can truly do that is if we allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us in our seasons or whatever seasons we may have in our life. Again, it doesn't mean that we're going to be perfect, but what it does mean is that we have an advocate in Jesus Christ, the righteous one, when we fall. Okay, so it doesn't mean that we're not going to fall. It just means we have an advocate. We have protection. We have an amnesty program, you know, where we are forgiven, though we don't deserve it. But because we are who we are in God and because his blood has washed us, now we're able to do what we need to do. Okay, so our life experiences changes and challenges and impact based on our feelings about our experience. Who do we believe is at fault? If we're observing from the natural, then the natural reaction wins. If we're observing from the spirit, then the spiritual reaction wins. Who's speaking in your ears as you go through? Where do you get your godly counsel from? In other words, if you're going through, are you going to people who are in your same predicament? Y'all, they can't help you. You got to get godly counsel. But keep in mind, for you to get godly counsel means that you got to be learn how to be naked and unashamed. In other words, I'm going to get some counseling because I don't want to ever be in this position again. You don't have to hide it because keep in mind, those who are connected to you and they're in the word of God, the more you try to hide, the more they can see what you're trying to hide. What is your point of reference if you do not have a point of reference in the word of God? It's television. Whatever you've heard, if it's a movie, Okay, that, if that's your point of reference and that's the only place you've seen it, then that's your point of reference. Other people experiences television and you and your own beliefs based on what you believe. So people can tell you your minister, your man of God can tell you one thing. Y'all, but if you don't have that personal relationship with Christ, that's going to keep you. If you're not deeply rooted and grounded in the word of God, that's going to guide you. And if you choose to allow other people to guide you, then it's going to change everything. In other words, the only God they see or the only God you see is in them. It changes everything. And the word of God tells us to direct everybody to God, to the Holy Spirit. The one that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we're able to perceive. So again, your mind, your mind, your mind. There's a book by John Cohey called um, Mind Power. Okay. Also, John Maxwell, Developing the Leader in You. Um, John Allen, As a Man Thinketh. Y'all keep in mind, everything is based on the Word of God. It's so much material. Um, there's so much. I know during this pandemic, Y'all, the internet is so filled with research if you want it. The Word of God says that those who seek it, they will find it. If you want the truth, God will provide you the truth. But you have to make up in your mind, 
pandemic or not, you have to make up in your mind whose side are you leaning on, who are you going to trust in the season of your life. And when you do that, then focus your mind on that person. Focus your mind either on the father or the flesh. It's one or the other. It's no middleman. And I'm telling you, the enemy is out to get you. And he's hoping that you will never, ever come into the knowledge of the truth. How do you do that? Through the word, through fellowship, um, through searching the scripture for yourself, through personal relationship with Christ. So all these things are essential and they are important. And again, if you need personal time, then set a time if it's right before you go to bed. If it's when you get up early in the morning, give God your freshness. If it's when you go to work, then put that prayer tape in so you can get your mind right. You have to prep to go before the Father and into the kingdom. You got to prep. It, your life depends on it. Your mind depends on it. And it depends on how much are you going to get done. The only one that's able to um, keep us and guide us to all truths is the Holy Spirit. Real talk, a family affair. Your mindset is the biggest thing that will impact your life. And it dictates everything about your life. A family affair.